Hello, friends. Welcome to the Brand Is You podcast. My name is Robin Savage. I am a copywriter and brand creator, and I am here to change the way you think about branding. I am here to tell you that the niche is dead. And in fact, we're going to take this conversation way beyond what a niche is or how to best copyright or how to attract your soul client. We're actually going to talk about the heart the soul, the impact, the drive, the why, the how of a brand that doesn't only support you financially and get your truth and your voice out there and make you visible in your industry. We're also going to get deep about how to build a true brand that has a lasting impact, how to have service that doesn't only make ripples, but makes waves, how to dive in so deep to your vulnerable leadership that you attract people who are on the same mission as you. We're going to get transparent. We're going to get strategic. And most of all, we're going to get connected as we build a brand that is truly representative of who you are. Welcome to The Brand Is You. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Brand Is You podcast with Robin. How are you? If this is your first time tuning in to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. If you've been tuning in to the podcast for a while now, then welcome back. I'm actually traveling at the moment. I'm with a friend in Mexico for a quick little vacation here and so I'm not using my typical microphone and the sound might sound the sound might sound a little bit different. So if you're listening to this podcast today on February 13th, today is the day that I'm running the Golden Thread workshop live. But don't worry if you didn't make it in time, you can use the link in our show notes to purchase the replay. And in planning for this workshop, one of the things that has really come up is We have to build a brand message that we can hit repeat on that tells the world who we are, what we care about, why we do what we do, the value of our work over and over and over and over again. And one of the things that I note with my private clients is this struggle to find a different way to say the same thing. Now, one of the things that prevents us from getting creative and finding different ways to say the same thing over time is that really, honestly, we just want to talk about something different. Like, I don't want to talk about branding anymore. I don't want to talk about the brand message again. I don't want to talk about, you know, clarity and consistency online. I've said that before. And I hear my clients say this often, like, I don't know what else to say. And my response is always this, say the same thing from a different perspective. Learn how to say the same thing to a different person. Provide a different experience for your audience, but say the same thing. And so many of my clients are resistant to this. And I think I know why. I think it's because we get bored. I think it's because we get bored saying the same thing over and over and over again. So If this is something that you struggle with, if your brand message feels inconsistent, if you're just starting your brand or you're redefining your brand, you're you're trying to speak to a new audience or you're just not sure if your message is on point anymore, go get the workshop. The Golden Thread Workshop is going to help you find that clarity. It's going to help you 
understand what you're saying and give you something to get bored about, okay? But what I want to talk to you about in this episode is how to allow yourself to get bored, giving yourself permission to become redundant and actually allowing your brand to become a habit, a habit that you get really good at, okay? So here's the truth. We are so in love with the idea of novelty. When I think back to my teenage years and my years like growing up with this ideal version of a love story, I see two people who are in a relationship that is constantly passionate, always like hot and heavy and sexy and intimate. And I grew up like really romanticizing the idea of what a relationship could be and what that could look like. And I've been married now for 10 years. This is this is the year that we're celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary. And uh, total aside, my marriage is like the thing that I'm the most proud of and the thing that I've worked the hardest at to grow and to maintain. And honestly, when I look at my marriage and when I look at our love story, the most common theme is resilience and commitment and choosing each other even through the crap, okay? Like sludging through the sludge together, even if that together wasn't holding hands and laughing and sharing a vanilla milkshake with two straws, you know? I'm using this example because building a brand can really feel a lot the same. Building a brand is not this highly passionate, always invigorating, super creative, spontaneous, novel idea. It's getting committed to one vision the same way getting committed to one person and learning how to stay committed to that person A brand is the same. You've got to stay committed to your vision. You've got to be married to your vision. You've got to be resilient enough to maintain the vision and to stay committed to it even when it's not working, even when it gets lame, even when the daily tasks are boring and stupid, you know, even when things fall apart and don't work. Now, This is an obvious lesson, right? Like stay committed to the thing even when it's not working. We all know that. But what we don't talk about very often is staying committed even when it is working. So this is what I really want to reveal today in our conversation. You know, some of the times that I feel the most stir-crazy in my own life are when things are actually going well. When I'm not experiencing the super emotional high, and I'm certainly not in this smackdown rock bottom situation that's requiring me to claw my way out of it, but when my life is actually going pretty smoothly, that's when I start to think to myself, huh, I'm starting to feel a little restless, or I'm starting to feel like there's a a fire missing, or I'm starting to feel like maybe there's something I could be doing differently to make me feel more energized or alive or stimulated in my everyday. This can be dangerous. We start to follow our impulses rather than our intuition, meaning we start to seek that instant gratification rather than staying committed to the thing that we really want. We can start to self-sabotage, even self-destruct, and we can really start to disrupt 
peace. So if our nervous systems are at all conditioned to deal with stress on the regular, if putting fires out or having regular chaos in our lives are something that we're used to, then when things start to really settle and when things start to get really consistent, then our bodies start to seek that chaos. They start to seek problems, which sounds ridiculous, but just stick with me here. We start to seek novelty, right? And I think in many ways, this can be dealt with healthily. But what happens when we're not aware of it or what happens when we spontaneously try to fulfill that desire for whatever it is that we're seeking on an unconscious level, we start to mess with the vision. We start to interrupt the progress. And I think this is a really worthwhile conversation having because one of the things that I see my clients often doing is falling into this trap of recreating themselves, reinventing the wheel, pivoting so often that they don't have a consistent baseline in their brand. And I believe that when we do this so often, you know, when we pivot, when we change our message, when we shift our strategy so frequently, we actually create more chaos than we do progress. And that actually prevents us from experiencing the results that we really, really genuinely want. So in my marriage, for example, one of the things that I've really stayed connected to through all of the ups and downs is what I want my story to be in the end. And while in the moment, I may want to pack my suitcase and go by the van and run away and live on a beach in Nicaragua, when I look back at that long-term story, like I want a love that I fought for. And that vision has really allowed me to dig a little bit deeper, to stay resilient. And I am not in any way advocating for anyone here listening to stay in something that is not aligned. I'm just sharing my own personal experience. So when we take this example and we apply it to branding, here's what that looks like. That looks like, man, I really don't feel like doing this work today. I really don't feel like posting on social media. I really don't feel like sending out the email or launching the thing because quite frankly, I'm bored of it or I don't feel like it or, or, or we start to come up with these excuses and reasons to distract ourselves with something new, something more exciting, something more exhilarating. And I believe that if we can work with ourselves to build resilience in our brands and actually allow ourselves to get a little bored, but to stay committed to the bigger vision, the bigger picture, then we can really support and promote our own progress over time. One way to do that would be to start getting really clear on what your big vision is. Like, what do I really want? Why is this brand important to me? What's the impact that I want to have through all of this? And, you know, on a bigger scale, what's the story that I want to tell at the end? And I believe that when we are so rooted in that story, when we know exactly what we want to be known for and we continue to show up for that every single day, yes, there's going to be days that we don't want to do it. There's going to be days that we don't want to send out the email or show up on socials or sell our work or do the thing. But rather than allowing ourselves to become bored and to change 
our plan, to try a new strategy just to keep ourselves engaged and entertained, my challenge for you is can you actually root back into that big picture, root back into that story that you want to tell at the end and continue to make progress rather than starting again. Okay, so I've got the book Atomic Habits by James Clear beside me. If you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. And it was actually sitting on top of a stack of magazines in the room that I'm staying in in Mexico, which clearly meant there was a message in it for me. And I took the book down to the pool and I opened up the book to a page and it just happened to be page 233. The um, subheading is how to stay focused when you get bored working on your goals. So James writes, after my baseball career ended, I was looking for a new sport. I joined a weightlifting team and one day an elite coach visited our gym. He had worked with thousands of athletes during his long career, including a few Olympians. I introduced myself and we began talking about the process of improvement. What's the difference between the best athletes and everyone else, I asked. What do the really successful people do that most don't? He mentioned the factors you might expect, genetics, luck, talent, but then he said something I wasn't expecting. At some point, it comes down to who can handle the boredom of training every day, doing the same lifts over and over and over. His answer surprised me because it's a different way of thinking about work ethic. People talk about getting amped up to work on their goals. Whether it's business or sports or art, you hear people say things like, it all comes down to passion or you have to really want it. As a result, many of us get depressed when we lose focus or motivation because we think that successful people have some bottomless reserve of passion. But this coach was saying that really successful people feel the same lack of motivation as everyone else. The difference is that they still find a way to show up despite the feelings of boredom. Mastery requires practice. But the more you practice something, the more boring and routine it becomes. Once the beginner gains have been made and we learn what to expect, our interest starts to fade. Sometimes it happens even faster than that. All you have to do is hit the gym a few days in a row or publish a couple of blog posts on time and letting one day slip doesn't feel like much. Things are going well. It's easy to rationalize taking a day off because you're in a good place. But the greatest threat to success is not failure, but boredom. We get bored with habits because they stop delighting us. So my question to you, my reframe on this romanticized idea of a brand that is always exciting and artistic and creative and full of this passion and fire is can we actually allow our brands to become habits? You know, I was having this conversation with my friend Zoe, whose place I'm staying at, and we run the weekly community together, which is uh, one of our passion projects. And inside the weekly, we talk about all of the things that we're going through. We give people really easy access to coaching. It's $10 a month. And we dive into reflection, accountability, progress. I highly recommend you go check it out if you haven't. We'll put the link in the show notes here. But in my conversation with Zoe, I said, you know, the people that we admire the most have been doing their work consistently for the longest amount of time. When we look at Brene Brown, she is a researcher of shame and vulnerability, and she's been doing the work for years, and she is known internationally 
as a shame and vulnerability researcher. When we think about Glennon Doyle, we think about doing hard things. And she says the exact same thing in a different way all of the time, every single week on our podcast, constantly on social media, in every single book that she writes, she's saying the exact same thing. We can do hard things. In fact, we have to. Okay. When we think about big brands like Nike, they've been saying for decades, just do it. They don't change their slogan. They don't try to sell couture fashion dresses and high heels. They, they sell the same thing and they say the same thing year after year, month after month, day after day. And when I think of brands that I know, the number one thing that they all share is this consistency. And as creatives, as people who are showing up every single day for something that we care about, I really do believe that we have to allow those things, those dreams, those brands, those visions to become habits. And habits are something that we do even when we don't want to, right? Going to the gym on the days that we don't feel like going to the gym. Finding patience for our kids, even on the days we don't feel like finding patience. Habits write the stories. Daily habits become the pages of the book that we write. So I believe that our brands require us to get bored. I believe that our brands require us to become a specific level of redundant. Now, that's not to say that there's no creativity, and that's not to say that there's no excitement and there's no fire. Of course there is. There's a lot of things I do in my everyday life to stay in that excited energy, but it's a practice and it's a commitment, just like everything else that you are setting out to master in your life. They all require practice. And when we begin to build that practice into habitual behavior, when we start to familiarize something so much, it starts to become us, there is a certain level of boredom associated with it. And I know that it's part of our work as entrepreneurs to allow that habit to become so deeply ingrained in who we are that it actually just becomes part of what we do. And at the same time, that is going to mean that some days we don't feel like it and some days it feels redundant and some days it feels straight up boring. I want to reframe what building a brand gets to look like for you. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs paint the freedom lifestyle, paint the, you know, picture of entrepreneurialism as this big constant fireworks show. And while yes, much of it can look like that, Most of it does not. And the people that I see building successful brands are the ones who are willing to allow it to take shape over time and staying committed even on the days they don't feel like it. So we can get bored in our brands, which means we're actually building really good, solid, recognizable brands We can only do that when we know what we're trying to say. So the Golden Thread Workshop is available. Use the link in my bio and let's have this conversation about getting bored. 